This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Watch Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. It's also Mama Kim from Toys in the Attic, Errol Smith on Star 94. I could do this at all the stations we got here. You do that? I do them here. I do a Star 94. Eighth floor, I do here. some sports stuff here. I go. just can't do Rashad Ritchie and what they do, you know, coming in WAOK. You can try. Because Rashad is, no, Rashad is, he's left us. Yeah. He, he's yeah, up there yeah, in the, in the stratosphere. You're true. You're very true. Yeah. Very true. We got his number. You know, we don't get returning back from him. He'll be pretty, he'll be on, you know, presidential coverage, I'm sure. <laughs> Coming up, midterms, he'll be all over that there. Oh, anyway, yeah, Sam and Greg, we say to you on this 11th day, Kyle Tomzik's birthday. Happy birthday, my boy. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's his birthday today. Um, we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning to you find folks in Decula. In Decula? In Decula. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Home of the, home of the, the, the Falcons. Okay. How this are they? How was their season? Uh, they they're really good season. They they had a great uh, as far as football, they had a great playoff run last year, and uh, they wanted the teams to watch this season. I was matter of fact, I was talking with somebody about them this week at a seven on seven tournament. A school that's not too far from them that has to play them. Say hey, they're on our schedule. The cool that it's gonna be tough. Well, like, see, okay, that we is exactly the kind of nugget that you're gonna get throughout the upcoming high school football season with your ninety two nine the game high school scoreboard show. Every Friday night, yeah. hosted by one Mr. Sam Crenshaw yeah. and, and Chris, uh, Chris Parker. Chris Parker's going to be back this year. We have Coach back. There man. you go. You know, and going to get wings sponsored by who's the wing? Well, folks? I don't know. We're gonna, we, we'll we get, find we get, out. We get Hoots wings. <laughs> you know, them wings had to have, have to, to put pressure on them. They had to have, they had to have, they had to disappear. We place orders and go to pick up the order, and somebody else would pick up. the I order. heard Garrett had them a bunch of times. Is that what uh, you told me? Garrett was munching on some. some we point. had some, but I mean, we had ordered some to have one time. Our, our, our former boss. Had ordered them, and right. the person went to retrieve them, and, and they were not there. By the way, speaking of our former boss, did you ever pay up that debt? We bet some chicken wings to him about the Super Bowl year before. I paid my debt. I got a picture of it. Owed him some 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 lemon pepper wings. Got them at Wingstop. But you lost the bet too. Did you ever pay him your wings? Yeah, the fact you give me that face means you didn't. No, yeah, no, mm-hmm. no. you didn't tell me. You ain't tell me. You did I that. paid my part of it. You didn't tell me. You I had to buy that for you. We made we made a bet publicly. Anyway, you guys. What was the bet? Hold on. What was the bet? Well, I bet that. Okay, actually, this was from the year before. To be honest with you, uh, that during a touchdown 
uh-huh. since Tampa Bay was playing, okay, that they were going to blow off that cannon. You know, because Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay was everything. playing in their home exactly, stadium? Okay. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I said they're going to blow that thing off. Did they? And they didn't. Oh, okay. Okay, and I forgot what Sam's about. He might have been the same way. He might have agreed with me, but I can't definitively say that was your end of the bet. But we, Sean said, uh-uh, nope, y'all are wrong. And both of us ended up losing. And I paid him. Because, see, Sam, I was going to say the Bears ain't been in the Super Bowl in, in no, two years. No, they did not well, no, well, no, on that. Listen, the only reason. I'll take that bet every year. I Listen, I'm, I'm cool with that. And we can get, we can talk about that last Super Bowl they were in. And the dude who was the quarterback shouldn't have got that. But, you know, they were playing the Bears. It was a good halftime. It was Prince. The dude that was playing the quarterback <laughs> shouldn't have got what? Peyton Manning. If it wasn't for Joseph Adai, he wouldn't have won that thing. We're not talking about oh, the one he got for, oh. for Denver, which, by the way, Vaughn Miller got him. So don't well, get me started on his contribution to the Super Bowl win versus his own brother. All right? Versus his own brother. Where's this coming well, from? Well, I don't know. Because he, you jumped in and Rex you started Grossman talking. Was the quarterback you, of the, you went through the Bears Rex in there. Grossman was the quarterback of the Bears. We're I said about the, team they beat, the team that beat them in that Super Bowl was, the, was Indianapolis, and it was Peyton. Right? Yeah. Okay. So well, what's I, his brother got to do with it? His brother won a couple. Did you hear what I said? I heard he, some he, of it. He, he you just, didn't he hear part of it. Yeah. He's down on Peyton, man. He's I know. And I brought up an analogy, and I went from that to the brother yeah. and all that. And you know. so You my, walk up to him and say, Omaha, he's like, uh. Yeah, I jump. I really Omaha. will. Uh. Yeah, and, yeah. and speaking of people who, who got some things going on here, I will just back up for a minute because apparently there's some fixing y'all got to do with your high schools. Oh, I guess I owe an apology uh-huh. to, to, yeah. to yeah, Creekside. Just, just a correction. Just a right, correction. but I did go to Creekside one of those games too. But yeah, so it was Langston Hughes that I was talking about. Is in the state that championship. Had the state game. championship against, had that great against campus Buford, against Buford. But Cre- Creekside's got a good campus too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. They do. So, they do. All, all down in the wonderful South Fulton. So you don't want to go down there. You'd be in trouble when you play them people down there. Shout out! Shout out! Jasper Jewel. He, he caught that. We're going to be talking Braves in a little bit and let you know about some, some jobs coming up my here. Good, but my, my good frat brother. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. What did you think of – what have you thought of? Because actually this started more than a week or so ago. But now that it's official, the tournament is going on, the the LIV, the LIV, whatever you want to call it, 54, 54. tournament is going on. They play 54. And homes. these guys doing what they're doing, the decisions that have been made by some golfers to jump ship. And this seems to be a microcosm of a number of things happening in the world of sports, and it all is predicated on the money that money. is coming toward them in a way that why all of a sudden is this 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 Hawaii-sized wave, Hawaiian-sized wave coming at them with money now as opposed to just a few years ago? What is happening right now in your mind? Um, they have the money there, and, and, and they want to do it. You know what, though? Who says they have to do it long term? You're right. No, nobody says they you know, have there, to. There are things that happen that come up, and people just want to see do it to see if we can do it. And then they, after a while, and that, that's happened in some, uh, in some foreign countries. It start, started up leagues and different sports. So who says it's going to be long term? Because they got it, deep it, pockets, it, it, and they'll yeah, keep it, it going. It's, it's got deep pockets, it appears. It appears they don't need network TV because nope. they got deep pockets. And so it's now on YouTube. If you care, you care to go to YouTube and look at it, um, you know I mentioned last week this whole thing smacks of what happened you know, for the for the uh, on the fence fan. Kind of like boxing, you know. Does boxing have a character that pulls you in? Nope. And the other thing that also hurt it is that you got fifty different versions of who's number one, yeah. and you wait forever for a unification bout 
that by the time you get to it, the guys are old and you don't even care. So here's the other part of with this. You're going to have a tournament out of Eastlake again this, again this year. Supposedly, that's the number one golfer in the world when he finishes that. This tour is going to say, oh, no, he ain't. We got a number one. So well, who puts it, they'll be able to say that. But it won't mean anything. It won't, why, won't, why won't it mean because anything? Because they haven't played, A, as many tournaments, B, they don't keep points. But they, but they got guys who would have been in this. Yeah, but they're, they're guys close to number one. There's no but, The number two or three player in the world is not in this new tournament, in this new thing. Okay. And, but if he goes out and wins, every, if he, somebody goes out there and lights out on this tour. Okay. And, and, they, and they have – they would accumulate what would be points. I don't even think they'd accumulate points. Not nearly as many, though. You know what I mean? But, but I'm saying if he was playing this tournament, that's the other thing. Would they want to play that tournament just to go up against the best? And if not, who puts together something after Eastlake that puts the best of that tour and the best of the PGA no, Tour No, that won't happen. Why not? Because it won't, because they're, already, they're arguing already, and it really doesn't matter. There's a bunch of it private contractors. It would be contractors. a tournament that would fall under the same thing as the four majors. The four majors are, are the four majors are not under any the, the PGA Tour. I understand that. Okay, and but so here's the saying, thing: you, Are they going to allow the points that you get for the four majors? If you cross over, if you come from 54 and you decide they're going to let you play at the Masters, they're going to let you play at US. They're going to play at those places. Understand that, but they don't get the points connected with but they those still tournaments. Get, they still get to play, and if they play, they get the money. Because right now this whole thing's about money. Right. And so you know because I mean? of that, I don't think people care about the number one anymore. I just don't. I don't think they care. They 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 just want to see player X, Y, and Z. I don't think they care about who's number one or to put some magic, you know, big event on. Now Well, you talk all the time about golf right not having the person that brings the people sitting on the fence. That's what I was gonna get to, man. That's that wouldn't does this not run those people even farther away? If they're already sitting on the fence and not watching because a certain golfer is not there, possibly. But you Tiger. know, but you know who going in. Listen, I'm glad you brought that up because I believe this tournament, this 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 league, if you want to call it that, is happening because everybody's been asking for the last I don't know how long. What's the PGA Tour going to do once Tiger's done? Tiger wasn't there for you know after his accident and his surgeries and so on and so forth, and nobody ascended to be that person that brought folks to the table. Mickelson, at 50 years old, won the uh, U.S. Open last year, whatever it was, the, yeah. and and it didn't move the needle not one bit in a way that we the, the tour felt like, oh, people are back, even though Tiger's not here. No, there is not that name. The number one player in the world came to the Masters this year, Sam, after winning, what, three out of five tournaments. He became the number one player as they teed off at Augusta, and nobody, unless you were connected with golf, talked about him. They were all talking about the fact that Tiger was back. And the most crazy part about this, nobody expected Tiger to win. They just wanted to see him walk. That was a turn. That was, yeah, you remember that I was know, the conversation much, in April. Very much, very so much. I'm saying to you, they have been asking, "What happens next?" When you got a fan base, you got people that are bringing crazy numbers to the TV to watch a guy who had no chance of winning. We weren't even sure if he was going to make the cut, and that's the draw for this sport right now. Once he leaves, what are y'all going to do as far as promising sponsors and everybody connected with throwing money at this sport that you're going to? have the people on the fringe come the way they used to. Well, it's not going to be the way they used to. Give me half of that. You can't even promise that because that 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 special golfer is not there yet. It may show up in four or five years. I don't know. It may show up in two years. But all I'm saying is the current number one is not moving the needle. 
And that's a problem for them. So I think the people connected with this tour, Greg Norman's out there. He's talking. He's kind of a character. You know, he's the former, you know, majors he winner. He beat nobody, though. He's, he's out there talking. He ain't playing. Well, no, he's not playing. But Nobody's what he is, he's selling it. Watch him talk. He's selling it. And he's selling it in a way that they're, they're pointing out all the things, all the warts of the PGA Tour. Some that players have brought up. Some that we watch. And, and, and wonder why don't we they watch do it this because way we can get it on the network. Yeah. You know, you're absolutely right. I'm just saying this is the beginning of a sea change with that particular sport. And it's a, there's now, conversely, there's something going on in other sports that I don't know that it's going to change our viewing. It's just kind of like networks and, and platforms are throwing money at people for crazy reasons. It's just like having, having these trophies, if you will. You watch a game. If there's a Monday night game and it's got two teams in it that you like, you're going to watch it, right? Oh, or yeah. if you're a football fan, you're oh, going to yeah. watch it. Oh, yeah. Regardless, correct? We'll watch, we'll watch the Jets play Seattle, okay, on a Monday night because it's NFL football. Is anybody else going to come to the table and watch that game because Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are calling that game? Are you going to watch that Thursday night Amazon game because it's a football game on Thursday night on Amazon? Or because Al Michaels is calling it, are you going to watch? It depends on who's playing. I, but you're watching for the game. For me, I'm a Thursday night college football dude. But. Okay, my point is, we're watching announcers get money thrown at them oh, as yeah. if they're going to have some effect. Uh, Tom Brady's getting twelve million dollars when he decides to quit. Yeah, whenever he decides to go and get <laughs> you know, it, he's it's just hanging out there waiting on him, right? He's getting over twelve million. There's more something else happening with the, the games, with the, with man. The, with, when he played, but there's something else happening with this with this golf thing. I mean, it's streamed. Which means that you know the younger generation will, will will go to it and find it. Maybe they'll find the team concept better. Maybe they'll find the shotgun start. What the shotgun start means shorter rounds. Okay, the rounds finish quicker. We talk about sports that can and, and the timing. We talk about baseball. We talk about football and how one of the things that makes the MLS rise is that the fact that you're in and out the door in two hours. So this is something else with golf. It's a sport that does move at a certain pace. It moved, it, you know, I can see it moving at a bit of a quicker place, uh, pace with the shotgun start over the usual. Let's wait to play this hole. Everybody's got to wait to play this hole and, and move. I just think it will move faster and maybe draw in a younger audience. That could be something that, that, that happens out of it. I mean, I'm just looking at it. For, and I also look at it for the production from TV. I look for new and different things as far as that goes. Like I tell you, I look to see which camera is a steady camera, which camera is on some dude's shoulder, which one is, you know, and, and is somebody operating it and whatnot. And you get to see a little bit of that. Are you looking for an excess, an XFL kind of feel to how they televise it, meaning bringing in innovation and yeah, different yeah, things? Yeah, absolutely. They're going to do some some different things and whatnot. I see they put they put the the live they superimpose it on everything. Right. If, okay. if somebody's hitting a shot, all of a sudden the live shows up in back of them. It, it just it, it's on top of a tree. It's on. <laughs> it, it's all over the place, man. Just to remind you, being what, creative there. That's just to remind that's you what fine. you just to remind you what you're looking at, right? So I mean that's. When you get a chance today, you know, go on YouTube and, and, and check it out. So I don't think they're going to pull any more people into this thing until you tell somebody, okay, so-and-so, if you enter this contest, you get a chance to put on this hole despite the player, and wherever they land on the green, we're going to pull you out of the crowd and you get to putt for this, for this player. Until they do something crazy and stupid like that, which will never happen, but no. until that happens, uh, you have who you have watching this tour, whether it's the PGA or the new one. Just like football. There's nobody who's going to – I haven't watched – I know they're playing USFL. Yeah. I, I, 
they, they voted, tripped they, into the channels they, they, when they, I watched they, it. They, they voted to start a union, players' union last week. I don't know how it went, but yeah, I mean, it's $10 football. You know what? It's opening weekend, by the way. Canadian football. Okay. They're actually playing the actual game. Well, God save the queen. You know what I mean? There you go. Uh, coming up, we are going to switch gears. I think the Braves might. Oh, no, they just walked again, so we're good here. Anyway, what a week for this uh, this Braves team. We're going to talk Braves and more Major League Baseball. Corey McCartney with Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. So the 3 2 pitch. Swing and a drive down the left field line. Did he keep it fair? Yeah! 2 nothing. Game.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 11th day of June. Talk about traveling. End up on the flight with these guys. Man. With Cameo? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Actually, I was invited to come to their rehearsal. And I don't know why I ended up not going. But I was invited. Not to, to the show, to the rehearsal. rehearsal. Yeah, the rehearsal. It's like, it's like being... Being invited to a practice round at the uh, Masters. Hey, if, you, if you don't do that every day. Or, well, okay, you know, yeah, I guess it, you would. It, it would have been cool. Me and one of the guys in the band, we end up next year. He was a big boxing fan. We just talked boxing on the flight all the way back home. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to bring up something that happened on this day that's in a very famous movie, but you haven't seen that movie, so I can't, I can't do it to you. And I'm not beating you over the head with it, so I'm going to move on. But something happened on June 11th uh, uh, on the date. So I bet you Corey would know. Well, like I said, I'm putting them out there on that. Yeah, man, you just, you just you I'm know. having fun. I was gone last week. I didn't get a chance. To have, I had no I had no mischief in my world for the last week. So I'm <laughs> You're going to make up for all of it. Corey McCartney joining Sam and Greg here on this uh, on this Saturday morning. Corey, of course, you know from From the Diamond. You can hear here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. How you doing this morning, man? Hey, great. How are you? I'm doing fine. Sam's here with us, too. Have you Have you enjoyed any movies so far this summer? Yeah, I took my kids to see Doctor Strange. They're all into the Marvel movies, so I'm waiting to go see Top Gun. Um, but yeah, we've uh, my my son actually went to go see Doctor Strange twice already. So I apparently he didn't. It wasn't enough. But yeah, we'll get there. Well, see, I was going to ask him because we asked this to Terrell earlier, and you got you got young kids too. Was it going to be the Top Gun first or the Jurassic Park movie? Yeah, they went. The see, I, I I think the doc, the the Jurassic Park movie still kind of freaked my kids out a little bit. I think really? it's just that, you know, they've, well, they've been to you know, Universal Studios, and, you know, you see like the, the some of the rides, that, that water ride where it like comes down at right. you when you're going down the, the slope. I think that can have some PTSD effects if you get to it at a certain age. Okay. How, how old is your kid? Forgive me for asking. I didn't know. I got two, so uh, 15 and 12. Okay. okay. I thought they were younger, to be honest with you, but okay. That is his youngest. He can do what he wants with them. Well, they used to be. Hey, they used to be. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Before we get into what we're watching on the uh, watching this past week uh, on the field with this Braves team, Sam wanted to ask you about a guy who's showing some promise coming back. Yep. Talk about Mike Soroka. We understand he's um, getting some work in. What are you hearing? And, and is there is there is there a timetable for him? 
Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, he's down in Northport now, uh, getting a, an opportunity there against uh, live hitters. You know, I think the expectation still, you know, is, is looking at him being sometime around the All Star break. Um, you know, he told me uh, no lingering effects. Uh, not even thinking about it any, anymore as he tries to plan after you know two blown Achilles. Um, it, I think this is going to be a really interesting piece of the puzzle because how much do you do they build up? You know the innings in him before they get him they get him to the major league level on a clock of 30 days once that starts. Um, you know we'll see what he's able to accomplish and um, certainly holding down that last spot in the, the rotation until he can get back is is the biggest piece. And we saw Spencer Strider last night, the, the, one of the first times you know this season they've had a, a really strong start from that fifth spot. But I know they'd love to get Mike Soroka back. I think everybody wants to just see him get back in a major league mound for almost the first time in two years. It's stunning. August 3rd of 2020 is the last time he threw a pitch in a game. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I don't know what's more important of what we've been watching this past week, this nine-game winning streak that these guys are on, which is unexplainable because there are just things that just have to bounce the right way for you to have something like this happen and for it to continue. But I think it's the ground that's been made up in the standings. These guys are looking up, what, four games behind the Mets at this point. And the fact that we're not really worried that much on June 11th about, you know, where we, we, we've seen these guys jump through um, positions in the second half of the season. So the fact they got themselves sitting there before the All-Star break, uh, not that many games behind a Mets team that you're really not that scared of, I think that's as impressive as – because they beat the teams they were supposed to, as, imp- as, as opposed to this nine-game winning streak they happen to be on, which is, of course, great. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of all of it, right? I mean, they're six and a half games back right now. They've gained four games during this now nine-game winning streak. Um, You know, they were in a stretch of 29 games against a signed series against teams that had, uh, you know, below uh, 500 records. And this was the time if you were ever going to to make a move. But I kind of go in and look and see, you know, what's happening within that streak in terms of how much they're putting it together offensively. I mean, they've got, you know, since May 20th and this stretch began, they have six players in the NL's top 50 in terms of way to run creative plus. So, you know, the most productive hitters in the league They're as a team, they've scored the fourth most runs in that uh, time period. They're the second most productive NL lineup in that time period. You know, the, the bullpen continues to be rock solid. They've gotten, you know, some strong pitching performances. I mean, Freed and Wright have ERAs under one five during this stretch. I mean, it's just all the little things have come together to be to the point where we're talking about them having, you know, made up ground in a, in a race that, you know, a lot of, a lot of people watching this from the outside, you know, when they saw it get to around 10 games, they just threw up their hands and said, this thing's over with, but uh, the Braves certainly had a soft schedule to take advantage of it. And a lot's happened uh, to help them take advantage of it. And I know Sam wants to jump in here real quick here, but I just think the, 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 the biggest statement about what we've seen so far offensively is the fact that Brian Snicker has taken full advantage of the DL. DH this year because, as you know, right now the bottom third of the lineup is performing better than the top third. Oh, without question. I mean, I think that's and what I almost wonder if it's if it's you know more disappointing or it's it's you know if you want to look at it from an you know, optimist standpoint, you know, more of a you know shiny sunshiny look at it that the guy who was supposed to be the DH isn't performing at this point. You know, Marcelo Zuna has gotten days off along the way, you know, after getting seven of eight starts at DH, you know, I think he could have said, okay, him being in the outfield was having an impact on his production. 
but, you know, he's just not gotten it done. So if he does end up looking anything close to the guy that led the NL and, and homers and RBIs two years ago, how much more dangerous are they? And they just, you know, it, it's just such a long lineup what Snicker likes to talk about all the time. And, you know, when you've got, uh, you know, William Contreras coming out of seemingly nowhere with an offensive profile nobody expected, uh, you know, having the impact that he has, what Michael Harris has been able to provide, uh, you know, since his third game in, I mean, it's just, it's the, the bottom of the order has just been so much more dangerous, I think, than we anticipated they were going to be. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Corey McCartney, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Corey J. McCartney, at Corey J. McCartney, all lowercase. Did you mention okay. the show? From oh, the Diamond? From, from, from the Diamond. He's social, but you got to mention the show, too. Oh, it's also. All right, sorry, you, go you, ahead. You can hear me on 929 The Game Sunday evenings from the Diamond. Uh, um. <laughs> Why are you laughing, man? I told you I left Mr. Fear. I had nothing in the last. You weeks. really haven't. Yeah, all right, all right. We, we, we trying. We trying to do. A, we trying to do a show, and we got a guest here. I know. Man. Okay, That's Corey. Right. Corey, we, we've been talking. You were talking about the Mets and the ten game lead, and now the Braves seem to be reeling them in a little bit. But oh, what about these folks over the shoulder here? Can firing a manager have the kind of impact that's happening in Philly? What's going on in that clubhouse that has those guys out there playing? Because we're looking at a three team race right now that could be a lot of fun. Uh, during the, the the back half of the summer, it could, and and I, and I don't really think anything you know fundamentally has really changed with that Phillies team, right? I mean, they still you know are forced to use Bryce Harper as a DH because he can't play in the field because you know the the torn uh, UCL. Um, you know, they still have a lot of deficiencies from a defensive standpoint, um, but they went out and spent a lot of money on offense and bringing in Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos. Um, you know, they still have strong starting pitching. They have a couple of top five. Uh, staffs in baseball that just uh, the bullpen had been bad but you know since moving on from Joe Girardi to uh, Rob Thompson uh, there's the interim manager uh, they just absolutely turned it on and it makes you wonder you know how much was this a matter of Girardi having lost that clubhouse because I know you know when they let him go Dave Dombrowski their uh, GM said they needed a new voice which I found it so strange that they decided to keep it in-house for a new voice but Man, it's absolutely working right now, and it, it's somewhat, you know, reminiscent to what happened, you know, in Atlanta. God, that was six years ago now that, uh, you know, they made a similar move at a similar point in the season and moved off from Freddie Gonzalez and gave Brian Snicker that opportunity, oh, the guy yeah, who was within the system. And, you know, here we are talking about a team going on a run with a guy that, you know, seems like they're this is the guy they believe in, so – I think it's shaped up, like, like you are saying, to be a really interesting race as we go forward. Yeah, but what about a straight swap? Big market for big market. Joe Madden just left L.A. He's looking for a gig. He lands in Philly. That's a whole different voice there. And Joe Girardi ends up in Anaheim. I, I, the only thing I will say about Madden in Philly is I don't, I don't see it happening because Dave Dombrowski seems to be somebody who's so much more tied into his past relationships. And, and Brad Osmus was a guy that he hired in Detroit who went really far down the line with the Mets job before they hired Buck Showalter. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. He's currently a bench coach with the A's if they ended up going that direction. But I would say Madden's probably going to be in their short list when they start bringing guys in for interviews. Folks, spending time on the way for it. I'm outlining with Corey McCartney talking Braves uh, tonight. They're going to try to keep the streak alive. Charlie Morton, what, 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 what do we get from him? I mean, we, we want to see the consistency. We want to see him uh, go deep into games, giving you six to seven innings. Uh, do we start to see that more from him now? 
and that's the thing with him, right? Is it, it's consistency, and I, I we it's not you can you can say okay, it hasn't been there since he suffered the broken leg in the World Series. I think it has a little bit to do, and I've I've not asked Charlie about this, and I don't think he would even admit this uh, to do with the baseball because he's a guy that relies so much on that curveball. He's thrown more curveballs this season than any player in baseball, and the the batting average against that curveball has jumped up 170 points year over year. I don't think Charlie Morton forgot how to throw the curveball that has, you know, it completely changed his career uh, within the last uh, eight months. I, I think it's probably got something to do because the spin rate's down a little bit on it. The velocity's different. I think it may have something to do with the baseball. You talk to guys and it's just, they'll say, okay, it used to be at the beginning of the season we knew that was going to be the ball for the year. Now they don't know inning to inning. You know, when they get one back from the umpire, how different that ball could be. And I think he may be one of the guys that's getting squeezed a little bit by that one up a pitch that's just so, you know, he typically is just so in tune with. It's from the Diamond, Corey McCartney. And always, I call this guy. We talk every week. Well, I don't really call him. We text every week. And we yes. ask his availability on the show. And he's rarely said no. I know. And we want to thank him for that. Go ahead. You got your finger I got one up. more thing to, to ask you about, man. Which of these campaign ad posters that Braves put out this week is your <laughs> oh, favorite? Which one? We got eight of them here. Which one is the one? I've seen them on billboards on the interstate. Which one is your favorite? Ooh, I think... I think I like the the one with uh, Dansby and Ozzy on it. I think that's I turn think that's two. I like, I like that yeah. turn turn two. The, the 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 print looks like a movie from the seventies or something. Both says, of you guys have what? to now explain what you're talking about to the audience who does not know what you're talking about. Real quick, Corey, let them have it. So it, the All Star Game is obviously in LA this year. So the Braves have decided that their marketing campaign for it is going to be movie posters. Uh, you know. To, uh, Trump the guys up as if they're movie stars. So you have uh, a number of them. So yeah, check them out. I mean, there's actually some really they're, they're done really well. There's a, a clutch one with Ronald Cooney Jr. going going 100 miles an hour, 100 percent, 100 miles, 100 percent of the time it says on it. So uh-huh. um, yeah, they're they're great. Go check them out. All right, there you go. I, I have another thought on that, but that was a great explanation, McCory. Corey, listen, man, we're going to talk to you next week. Appreciate it as always. All right, thanks, guys. All right, Corey McCartney from uh, from the Diamond. See, why would this have to be L.A.? I realize the game is in L.A., yeah. and that's going to be crazy because yeah. Snitker's going to be the manager, and I would imagine that first baseman for the Dodgers is going to be on that team. Mm-hmm. That'll be kind of fun to watch. But why is it got to be L.A.? We got as much of the movie industry here in Georgia. So I think that's why they did it. They can save because of L.A., but now you can put Georgia on there, and that would upset a whole lot of L.A. folks. And you want to turn that every opportunity you get. Speaking of the industry, we're going to talk about that next, where you can find some jobs. But I got something I got to ask my two, my, my, my partner here on the air and my producer, because a guy made a statement about us, meaning movie consumers. And I don't know that it's true or not, so I want to get your thoughts on it. That's up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this 11th day of June. Did they play this at the All Star Game? 
Maybe. 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 Get that at the All-Star game. I wonder how JT feels about when he hears this song. He wasn't part of this song. That's what I'm saying. How he feels about that. He got all those hits from the 80s with Cool in the Gang, but yet this popped before him. Oh, yeah. You know? like Jungle Boogie. Yeah. Yeah. I can't hear that without thinking of one person. Well, he showed up. Fred Berry. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of that. I hear yeah, that man. song. When I think about rerun, <laughs> pop locking, and all of that. Um, you had something that I was going to say right off the tip there, and and you got me thinking about Hollywood swinging. It, it took my mind. Off. Oh, oh, oh! You know, I haven't given you an insignificant tidbit from this day yet, okay. and we're going to drive people to our website to find out about opportunities. Eighty-two on this day. Eighty-two. Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes knocked out Jerry Cooney. Really? This was the day of that fight. And if you, you remember. Met, have you ever met either of them? No. I met both. Really? They were here in town for different things. Hmm. Yeah. What was, who did you, whose presence did you enjoy more? <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, both, really. They were, they were both intriguing and just fun. I mean, they're retired boxing. So, right. I mean, so, I mean, they're gregarious and every, everything's funny with them now. They got their, their, their money's in the bank. So, so they, so they, Jerry Cooney's got money in the bank. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, he was connected with one big fight that was was tainted and 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 looked and put together in a way that, luckily, we're past that now. But it was you know the Great White Hope and all of that that oh, went yeah. on oh, back yeah. then, oh, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and how they pushed that, and Larry Holmes not being right. Larry Holmes's problem throughout his career was that he was he followed the man. Yep. He is the gold standard for you. Don't want to be the man who follows the and man. And he wasn't. Different. He was kind of the same thing with that without without the fancy football. Well, yeah, he didn't have no style. He, but he had the jab. He, he was his deal was the jab. He had that jab just like just like Ali, but you know he didn't have the personality. But yeah, he's just one. Of, he's he's one of those. I'll tell you who he is. Remind, and, and, he reminds and, and, me. And of. you say who else was out there with him at the time? I mean, there was some other guys that Not were really, out there. Though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like Roy Jones and kind of like Mayweather. Well, kind of like you Tyson know, too. You know, like, there wasn't big names. Well, with, well when Tyson yeah, yeah, was but fighting, they, but, but eventually somebody shut him down. Well, yeah, yeah, a lot so, of it yeah, was himself. Yeah, yeah, and the folks he had with that, him. That, that, that too. But our homeboy shut him down. So you know, <laughs> bite, biting folk on their ear and carrying on. Uh, <laughs> I like how you mumble that little last little bit to well, giving you a pin. Go ahead, man. <laughs> You like the uncle. We like the uncle at the barbecue who's who's been told <laughs> what, something, what? and then you know, the wife or the auntie walks away, and you like say, "She didn't. She wasn't wearing that." <laughs> you oh, mumble something man. to the boys around you. Um, anyway, what was what was I going with this? Oh, I yeah, Larry know, Holmes. Man. Larry Holmes. And I'm just saying stuff that happened on yeah, this day. The Eastern Assassin. You know, and also Charlie Sifford. Okay. Played the U.S. Open. For the first time, first African-American to play in a major tournament mm-hmm. who happened on this day. So those are two little nuggets I wanted to get out there. That was the other thing. Out- Sam, Outstanding. All right. Sam McGregor here, Sports Radio 92.9thegame.com. This is where I normally let you guys know about some of the job opportunities as an extra. And I'm going to continue doing that. But right now, not so much. And last week and not this so week. Not so much. Why? No, because I'm focusing on what's going on behind the camera. And I, this is an opportunity for me to spend these weeks reminding those of you who have a skill set, whether it's carpenter, electrician, driver, if you have a special kind of, like, what was it, the, uh, 
not chauffeur's license, but whatever it's called. Like if you want to drive a certain kind of size truck, you have to get a B. I used to have a B class license. Okay. Because um, I drove a certain kind of truck when I had a job back right out of high school. But there are different classes of driver's license. And if you have one of those, I guess if you even have a regular one, the industry's looking for drivers. So all those jobs that you think would be on a movie crew, I want you to find them. I want you to go today, and if you don't see it today, go tomorrow. And if you don't see it tomorrow, go the day after. But it starts at georgia.org, and I walk you through how to find those behind-the-camera jobs. But right now, there is a lull going on as far as projects. Why? There's still a few, because it's this is that time of year. They try to end as many as they can before Memorial Day. Folks in the industry want to take vacations. But the weather's nice. Again, they ain't got nothing to do with it. The weather's always nice in Georgia. That's why they're here. They're here year-round because of the weather being different here than in New York. L.A. is a different beast. But traditionally, over the last few years, they have had big projects. And again, not all projects, maybe just ones that need extras. Because this project's being shot here. This is reality stuff being shot. Things are being done right now. But the people who I normally talk to, the, the, the handful, half dozen or so regular casting directors that I keep in touch with to present you guys with these job opportunities, they're, for the most part, you know, some are on vacation, some are getting ready to ramp up. And so these past few weeks has been a lot of, Greg, I'm going to get my list and I'm going to get my needs in a couple weeks, check back with me, or I'm going to let you know what's going on. Heather uh, from Casting Taylor May just get left the mountains. She was up there with her friends and having a big time because she's been going at it. She does one of the projects they do with Stranger Things. It's in its four, final season. She did a couple Disney projects. She did the one um, that I just did, that fantasy football thing. Okay. So, again, there's just a lull right now. It's not that there's not anything going on. And, by the way, you want to back me up on that, I give you the list of the casting directors. So you can go to their Facebook page. You can go to their Instagram, Twitter, wherever they're posting their, their breakdowns at. You can find out. I'm just telling you, overall, this is a good time to focus on the behind-the-camera jobs before it gets crazy busy. And I got a list of eight pages here of stuff that I can't get across to everybody. So, again, you go to the website. I, I just said it's a, it's a perfect time to find crew job openings, voiceover contacts, Bill Seller and Atlanta Voiceover Studio. Those two places will get you started. Everything you need from putting your demo together, if you just need a place to record some commercials, wherever you are, what level, whatever level you're at as far as voiceover work or wanting to get started with that, and they come at you with two different price points, too. Okay, so I'm not assuming everybody has the means to, you know, go and take classes and then put together a demo and then buy the equipment and so on and so forth. Do it a little bit at a time. Because once you get this together, you can do voiceover work until you ain't got your voice anymore. And if you, you got a family there, the whole family can use it. I, I say to this, I say this to people who have families that talk to me all the time. Put it in it. Once you find the room and have a conversation with everybody in the house, how to use it, everybody will have their own individual uh, category as far as how their voice is, and you you know you guys determine the time when you're going to use it after school, before school, before work, after work. But this piece of equipment or pieces of equipment that can be used by everybody needs to be respected. So I always draw the analogy: you can get it in your house, and you guys set it up. And if you got you, you know young kids in the family, give them the same conversation you'd have with them using the stove. They got to respect it. They're going to use it you got to know how to use it, mm -hmm. and don't go on playing around with it.
Yep. So anyway, we got that there. You guys got any questions about any of this? I had some people email me this past week when I wasn't here last week saying, okay, you said send you an email to show that we're serious, so here's my email. Then they were asking questions because I I did. I put this out there. If you guys send me an email, greg.clarksonodyssey.com, about any aspect of the industry, how to get started in it, or you did this, and how come I ain't hearing from nobody? Don't take it personal. You know, you shoot me an email. But if you do it on Twitter while you're at the, you know, at, at the red light, and then I get back to you and he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Never mind. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. y'all wasn't serious. All right, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. Both of you. Eric. Uh-oh. So in talking about um, the Tom Cruise uh, Maverick movie that's out and its success and taking into consideration all the big blockbusters that have happened this year, going back to, you know, my movie that I ain't in, Spider-Man, okay, and how that was promoted. The guy was saying the reason that they're – such noise and such buzz about this, and also just this wonderment about Tom Cruise, the guy who's doing movies at a couple years from 60. All right? He's jumping off of buildings and doing Tom Cruise is like 57 years old. That's five, seven years older than what's-his-face was Wilford Brimley when he made Cocoon about the old people. I mean, that's what this dude yeah, is but, doing. Yeah, but, but Wilford Brimley, and he went in the kind of shape that this guy's Thank in. you. This guy's kept himself in tremendous shape. So in talking about the 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 attract, the, 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 not attractiveness, but I guess he can use that, of Tom Cruise, he was saying, you got to understand something, talking about this industry. And he said 10. I don't know if there's 10. I'll be curious if you guys can come up with five. But he said there's only 10 actors that America wants to see that flock to that person's movie on a regular basis and make it a blockbuster. And he said Tom Cruise is at the top of that right now. Now, you think about this. Before you answer this movie, before you answer that, I'm not talking about DiCaprio. I'm not talking about... You, who else is whoever is popping right now? Uh, the Rock. Now, you brought The Rock. I think The Rock is the closest person we can think of. And Rock is at the top of the food chain as far as just an actor being paid. He does. He is an executive producer of some things. But for the most part, you're going to see a movie because, you know, it's The Rock. Right. He's The Rock in every movie. Mm-hmm. He's this big character. Okay. But he's, you know, he, he not making many love stories, if you right. will. Okay. All right, so who would you say if if not we'll put the rocket number two? Mm-hmm. Who would be the other eight? And I'm trying to figure out who that who they are. I, give me the five, and I'll be I'll be happy because no I Matt can't, Damon. I think he's in the I think he's in the top ten. Yeah. Okay. So okay. so but you know, blockbuster though, this is what we're talking about. Right. Tom Cruise is doing these jumping off of buildings. Right. It's either Mission Impossible okay. or The Mummy or this or that or or Maverick here. He waits and he does these movies. That have to be seen or appreciated on a big screen is what so, I'm getting at. So Go the ahead. first question that I have is this: So the Fast and the Furious series is that now the Rock series or is it still Vin no, Diesel? No, I thought series? he was done with that. Okay, well he has his spinoff, so is that still? But Vin- I only thought he did one. Hobbs was it Hobbs and whatever? Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that but, was but only he, seen one. Okay, so Vin Diesel then still is the driving force behind I would think so, the Fast yeah. and Furious. So he's on the list because the Fast and Furious has a cult like following. And their numbers are always huge. I'm not. I'm not arguing with that. Okay, that's like bringing in a Star Wars thing, or that's okay. like bringing in something else. But he's give me on something the list. else. Well, again, if you, if I don't, it's okay. I say no to that because give me another Vin Diesel movie that people go to. You can't have yeah. just one series. Yeah. And there's matter. a number of other people yeah. in that that make that make that a series. That's your th- Tom Hanks. 
all right, I thought about Tom Hanks. Okay. But Tom Hanks is just the quintessential actor. Right. He's not blockbuster. He's not bringing people. And his movies don't all have to be on the big screen. I agree with you. That's why I'm saying this ain't an easy list to compile. All right. I'll give so, you another one. Let's say, um, are you, who'd you bring? Oh. Mark. Uh, Mark Wahlberg? I brought up Mark. Okay, Mark Wahlberg. All right. Him too. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, okay, so then where does Denzel Washington fall on this list? Again, because, great actor. Yeah. But we're talking about a certain category. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying I'm com- I'm confused at this. this but it, but you, critic I'm well said thinking about people who raise eyebrows when their movies come out. Even 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 Samuel Jackson. Now I mean, Samuel people, Jackson was my third one. People raise eyebrows when he's when he's in something, and he'll be in something and not even be. He won't be the star. That's yeah, right. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? And he'll, he'll just show up. But okay. you know, Sam's in there. You're gonna see it. But again, tell me the last couple of Denzel movies. Well, Denzel's doing more directing. He's done. Give me the last Denzel yeah. movies. He made a movie with two. Two Academy Award winning actors, and it went. What you talking about? He went to, with that Robbie Malik. I was Little Things. It's the Little Things. Oh, that yeah, movie yeah. With, right. with, with him and, and Jared was, Leto. Was, 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 okay. the, was the Macbeth thing? Wasn't right. it? Macbeth right. got okay. nominated for the again. Okay, that was one that of those artsy. For, I just found it interesting that I couldn't think of ten. Keanu, what this critic said, Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. That would be somebody who whose category this would fall would fall into. This I mean, category. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for the movie that he's been working on. It's supposed to come out. It's supposed to be one more Indiana Jones. I always like Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Harrison Ford stuff. And look what look what he's got to do. He's got he's either making an Indiana Jones or Harrison Ford. Spielberg's coming out with another. What you call it? I got uh, one more. We got a great go to break, but I got one more. Go ahead, finish your thought. Well, no, it's just the fact that we got to reach for them. That's why I'm curious. That's this is what made this. Well, curious also to because me. because we ain't been able to go to movies for two years. These Greg. people still making movies and still putting them out. Putting but them a streaming, more, but they're streaming. streaming. But you're talking about something that, that I'm, you, you want to well, go to the theater to see. They're because putting, it's that big. Yes, you're thing. right. You but that's where we are now. But this, this particular actor is one who does big budget stuff that traditionally has got people there, and that's all I was reaching for. I'm not saying he he should be the only one. I'm just saying it's, it's surprising to me when you say it out loud that I had such a hard time coming up with 10. I'm not talking about great actors. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing, Emma. There's not a woman on that list. No, it's not. But That's also something to be said here. That's a conversation. Two real quick before we get a break. Because Will Smith used to be known as and Mr. Summer. And that's another person I was going to say, okay. Will Smith. And, and Kevin Hart has become the com- comedy king. Not starring in the movies is bringing people there. You know? Again, you see what I'm saying? It's... It, it's strange, and I'm sure there's people yelling at the radio right now going, you forgot this person, that person. But the fact that that we have to reach for those names is what was the conversation there. Anyway, if you guys want to hit us up at 92.9 The Game, let us know what you think and give us a list of five, and I'll be cool. We'll bring it back up here. Uh, You're talking money next hour. Yes, we are. <laughs> NIL's coming up, and we got a great voice for it coming up. Also, a little bit more NBA talk. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 